This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 273 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. All aboard the cute train. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Sparkle and Boom and Kentucky Performance Products. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop calls. It's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenda Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, Helena. Howdy, Glenn. How are you? Well, you know, I was disgusted this morning when I woke up, and let me tell you why. I, I get up every morning, and I, I, I don't know why I do this to myself. I shouldn't do it. I read the news. You know, I, on the, online, I go on the computer, first thing I do, and I look at, uh, I look at uh, Daily Mail and a couple other news places, and and every morning it's, you know, people killing each other and just depression. And, and then I, I, when I got done reading the news this morning, I said, I'm depressed. I got to stop reading the news first thing in the morning because it's depressing. So I thought what we could do at the beginning of our show as to not depress people is that I found this, this, uh, this list from BuzzFeed. Uh, and BuzzFeed is one of my favorite websites. Okay. And I thought, well, it'd be fun because it, the list is something to, it was called some 20 some things to brighten your day. Oh, so you want okay. me to brighten your day? Uh, yes, please. These are random things that'll brighten your day. Okay. So the first one on the list is no matter when you're reading this, you're less than five days away from the weekend and having fun with your ponies. Okay. That's a positive outlook. I like yes, that. You're always close to the weekend. One-seventh of all the mornings in your life are Sunday mornings, and some people fox hunt on Sunday mornings. So that's got to be good, right? That's got to be good. There's nothing like a Sunday morning. I love Sunday morning, especially Sunday morning coffee and breakfast. There you go. There you go. I know a lot of people go out to, uh, you know, go, go to church. A lot of people go out to eat after church on Sunday mornings. A lot of people eat out. Um, I'm usually mucking know. my church on Sunday mornings. <laughs> After coffee and breakfast, that is. <laughs> um, according to some basic math, more than a quarter of a million people are having the best days of their lives right now. Today. That's awesome. Now, this is how they figured it out. There are approximately 7 billion people on Earth who average 70 years as a lifespan. And assuming each person can only have one best day, more than 250,000 people have their best day of their lives every single day. More than how so, many people? 250,000 people have to be having... Uh, people. Uh-oh. What? Jennifer just put a note on my, uh, on my thing. Tiny baby snake under feed tub in beaker stall. Do not move. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a safe snake or a bad snake? It's only like this long, so it's hard to tell. It's a little tiny snake. A tiny baby oh, it's a snake. It's rust-colored and its head's darker, but that's all I can It's rust-colored and head darker, and she probably screamed and ran out, and I that's all scream. she saw. <laughs> You thought it was a leaf? <laughs> got really That's the first one we've seen here at this farm, actually. 
<laughs> anyway, so a quarter million people are having the best day of their lives today. And Jennifer said it's not her after the snake incident. <laughs> How about this? And you lived through this. We didn't have kids, so you could, you could expand upon this one a little bit. The average four-year-old will ask 437 questions today. Oh, yeah. Not a problem with that one. That, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, was that... Did that just drive you insane, or were, were you like glad that she was so inquisitive? Because Grace was really inquisitive. Well, you know, well, how four did... years old is good because then they can start to understand a little bit. They can reason a little bit, so you can actually answer them like an adult. You know, like it, and they're likely not to ask the same question tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly, they're they're more likely to absorb. Obviously, you have to like turn everything you say into four-year-old speak, but they actually absorb it. So that's, I never minded a question. And she had good questions too. She had some really good ones. Yeah, she's really bright. Yeah. Did, now, did she go through the phase where, I think it's what, the two to three-year-old, uh, where they're asking the same question every day, day after day after day? <laughs> no, her favorite question was, what's that noise? <laughs> what's that noise? Like Every time she heard something, it was, what's that noise? So we would get that question like, 50 or 60 times a day because obviously there's that many noises. <laughs> I think us horse husbands are guilty a little bit of asking the same question all the time <laughs> and expecting a different answer. <laughs> that, yeah, that's kind of yeah. like opening up the refrigerator a couple of times and look find, and expecting to find new food there. Yeah, we, we all do that too, don't we? Or yeah. we're hoping that the, the fifth time we open it, the, the food's going to at least look better than it's there. <laughs> yeah, I might want something the third time. It never works. Um, the average adult will laugh 17 times today. I got to say that I'm, I got to be above average there. I think I'm above average. Yeah, you're a, you're a good laugher. You're a good yeah, laugher. I think I got that one beat by far. Uh, there's an entire corner of the internet where strangers are buying pizza for each other out of the goodness of their hearts. And I think, you know, have you ever, Facebook had that thing where you could buy the gifts on it, you know, for, for birthdays and stuff. Yes, yes. And I actually did it several times. But you know what? I don't know if the people ever got it because nobody ever got back to me and said thank you. So I think I spent the money and they never got the gifts. Oh, there's got to be a way you can track that. I couldn't find it. And I think they've given up on that now because that's kind of disappeared. Oh, really? No, I think but you still can do it. You can, still can do it? Yeah, I, I never have. But I, I found it totally unsatisfying on my end. So okay, <laughs> stop that's stop that's doing good, it. That's practical advice. <laughs> um, at some point in the next 365 days, you'll have an excuse to throw a party exclusively for yourself. We have a friend that every year on her birthday would throw a party for herself, and she would take 10, 15 people out to dinner. And she would pay. She insisted on paying even though it was her birthday because she found that the biggest treat that she could give herself is going out to dinner with a group of her friends and buying. I, so, yeah, I could see that. That would make me a lot of fun. I mean, that would make that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I think that was, you know, it was so cool. And they were a lot of fun, you know, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, like, get this, like, but, but like buttons on Facebook will be clicked 4.5 billion times today. Today? To, in one day, 4.5 billion times. 4.5. <laughs> that's four and a half. Half a billion. Billion with times. a B. Yes. Times. times. Yep. 
That's a lot of likes. And the word love has been tweeted hundreds of times since we started reading this list. That's my favorite part. <laughs> That's my so, favorite part. It's true. You know, I, like, I, I'm always thinking about, like, I'm totally a Facebook freak. I, I'm on it all the time. I mean, part of it is because it's my job. Um, but the other part is I love to see what, like, my friends and family are doing. And... I have to say, there's so much, I think this is why we become addicted to it. There's so much good stuff that we are sharing out there. You and know, the, and the people who positive. share the crap, we block, so we don't see that. <laughs> but there's they're getting squashed. Like, if somebody posts yeah. something nice and then you got a, a naysayer in there, you, like, you know, 100 people will just smash them right down. It's, it's kind of self-policing that way. Yeah. It really is. So this is kind of the draw of social media. There, there's our, the people that we connect with are actually putting a lot of really positive stuff up there. Remember when, we, when Facebook first started, we were one of the first on, on board with that, too. And we talked about, you know, is there going to be a lot of people, you know, doing the negative? And so far, you know, it depends where you go, I'm sure, on Facebook. But uh, so far, we have not seen it, at least in our shows, where people are, you know, flaming us and trashing us or, you know, uh, that kind of thing. It's, it's it, mostly what people post is positive. So let's hope it stays that way. I, 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 I hope it doesn't go to the way of forums. If you know what I mean. Oh, God, no, those were awful. Well, this is because you can't be anonymous. I mean, you can make up a fake name and everything. You're right. I think that is a big thing, is that uh, you're not anonymous. And I think where the forums got into trouble is is they were. People are brave behind their keyboards and their their false names. Yeah. People are brave, yeah. But here you have to own it. You post something, you own it. And I wanted to say in a couple of minutes, we're going to be getting somebody on, talk about positive, who had the best... By far, Halloween costume for horses ever that I've ever seen. Not just this year, but that I've ever seen. I think you have to agree with that. I agree. Oh, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> We're going to get him on to talk about that and also talk about the Fjord horse. But uh, we'll be that in just a minute. Uh, you know, no, this, is, this is one I like. No matter where you are and what you're doing and how your day is going, when you get to it, your bed is always waiting for you at home. Do you love your bed? How do you feel I about your bed? Love, we love our bed. I know. I love my bed, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you get in your bed after a long day, no matter how the day was, it's just, that's just nothing better than that. I'm sorry. Oh, I Just to lay flat. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the covers up. Oh, it's nothing better. Now, what color sheets do you guys have and, and blankets? Do you, have, do you go by color? Like, do you have a color? We don't worry about it so much, no. I guess because you're a boy. Boys don't worry about color. <laughs> yeah, wait, like, Jennifer's that way too. I have my my bedroom is um it's it's rustic because I live in a 250 year old house, so it's it's very rustic and I have these exposed beams and the floors are wide pine like 13 inch wide pine floors, so it's all very rustic. And then I have this huge bed that's got this white quilted um like bed linens you know so it's very french and stuff and it's like i'm such a girl at the end of the day i'm like i love my bed especially in contrast to the rustic feel of the house you know so it's like an oasis i think everybody should have a an oasis in their bedroom not a real yes. one some people put real ones in that's that's creepy and i think it depends uh, uh, whether it's an oasis or not uh, depends on who you're going to bed with. So, well, that's a whole different show. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, right now I'm going to bed with two large cats. <laughs> and occasionally in a 10-year-old who creeps in because she had a bad dream. 
<laughs> All right, a couple more. A few years ago, someone was awesome enough to carry an entire human in their belly for nine months just so you could exist. <sighs> Think about that. We, speaking of which, 370,000 babies will be born today, and they will learn how to laugh before they learn how to speak. Oh, there's nothing like a giggling baby. Oh, there's nothing like a giggling baby. I got to say, Jamie's baby is really cute. He is That cute. is one of the most photogenic babies I've ever seen. He's crazy cute. I <laughs> was, know. I want to bite him. The host of horses in the morning. Her little baby is so cute. He's and she was one cute. of those before she had the baby that said, I'm not going to be posting my thousand baby pictures on Facebook. And <laughs> yeah. there she goes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the last one, I'm going to leave you with this one. Statistically, you're getting happier as you get older. A study published by the American National Academy of Sciences based on a survey of 340,000 people found that enjoyment of life dwindled throughout early adulthood but began an upward trend in the late 40s and continued to increase until reaching its peak at 85. Nice. And now we're living longer, so we might actually be able to enjoy being happy at 85. Longer, right, exactly. So, it's true. I don't doubt it for one minute. I'm, I'm getting happier every weekend. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's true. It really is. Because you just, you don't care anymore. You learn. That's the thing is you, with life comes you, you gain wisdom through your experiences, and your, your experiences mature you, especially the difficult ones, but they also allow you to move past all that stress and all that worrying about the, what other people The crap think. from the early adulthood when you were going on the downhill spiral. Exactly. <laughs> right. Either that or you just get so damn tired of it, you yeah. <laughs> let it all go. Well, and I think, too, I don't think it's not that we don't care anymore because I'm 51 now. So I, I think it's that I don't care anymore. It's just that I care about different things. And, um, you know, there's less that I stress about even even <laughs> Like though, taking your vitamins every morning yeah, yeah, exactly. and getting to sleep in your bed <laughs> exactly. at the end of the day. About whether I should sign up for AARP. Um, <laughs> so, so there are some, you know, I just had to throw those things out because it's so depressing reading the news right now and everybody fighting about everything. So I just thought I'd throw that out, try and make people's days a little, put a smile on somebody's face today. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, this cute train is going to put a smile on a lot of people's faces. <laughs> yes. yes. We're going to talk about that right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. Well, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know we talk a lot about Kentucky Performance Products, and that's because they are a name you can trust to give you the most value for your supplement money. Kentucky Performance Products offer supplements designed to target specific problems that are made with high-quality ingredients included at effective levels. The company's supplements are intended to complement, not compete, with your dressage horse's current feeding program, guarding against over-supplementation, and each product is backed by sound research and the money-back satisfaction guarantee. And today, we'd like to talk to you about Nalox, the original equine antacid. It's recommended by veterinarians and leading horsemen as a way of maintaining a healthy stomach, which reduces the risk of ulcers. Nalox can be given daily to horses exposed to stressful conditions or as needed when shipping, competing, or during stall confinement. You know, you can learn about Nalox and all the products at Kentucky Performance Products at KPP. USA.com. That's Kentucky Performance Products at KPPUSA.com. Up next, we have Damon Wynant of Rainbows Inc. How did we find Rainbows Inc.? Well, these guys put together what I call a masterpiece of cuteness. 
Glenn found a picture of their therapy horses in the best Halloween costume ever in the history of the entire universe. <laughs> yes, I, totally. And I'm talking about a lot of work. There's a lot of work that went into this one. One, two, three, four, five horses, five fjords dressed in, wait for it, train engines <laughs> and put together so that they look like a little choo-choo train. Yeah. And the best part is that the lead horse actually has a little engineer's cap on his head. <laughs> and we got a caboose in the back and a coal car in there. And, and it's all with these fjords. I mean, and anybody that knows what a fjord looks like, um, if you don't, just look it up. But fjords are cool anyway. And then <laughs> they're just the right Can size. you imagine putting, well, putting this, these costumes? I mean, they're full body costumes. They cover their entire bodies. And they look like train cars. Can you imagine trying to put this on some horses? <laughs> I, well, I can't. Uh, my guess is that it, no, I can't imagine putting this on some horses. It looks like they would go on the way a blanket would. And for those of you who are trying to visualize this in your mind, imagine Thomas the Train. If you have kids, you've then you know who Thomas the Train is. These are Thomas the Train train engine costumes, and they're on. Matter of fact, they have Thomas on the front. Yeah, I didn't notice that before. Yeah, I didn't notice that before. And it, it's just it's absolutely brilliant. And the horses of it's the engineers' caps get me. They all have the engineers' caps on. <laughs> so we're going to talk to Damon Wynant of Rainbows, Inc., which is the, the therapy organization that came up with this amazing idea. Rainbows, Inc. was developed by doctors Mary Olson and Jim Miller uh, back in 2008 in the rural farming community of Wyndham, Minnesota. And since that time, Rainbows has been providing Wyndham and the surrounding communities there with services for, um, well, a Equine therapy, mentoring, therapeutic group opportunities for both at-risk children and senior citizens. So, um, you know, they're doing really wonderful things. And I think the heart and passion that they have for what they do is definitely well represented in this photo of these fjords. So we welcome Damon. Damon, I can, you know, we just said that I, I have you on the show because of a picture that showed up on Facebook and made the rounds. And we just said it was it's the coolest uh, horsey Halloween costume in the history of Halloween costumes. <laughs> Talk about a lot of work. I mean, these choo-choo trains and train cars and cabooses and everything that you put on each of these horses. How, how did you come up with the idea, number one, and how did you make them? They, they're so professionally done. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thanks for having me on today. Um, it started, we were having a little board meeting, and it started from just a little sketch on the chalkboard. Um, Mary Olson, the president of our board, said, hi, how about we um, do Thomas the Train theme this year? She drew a little stick horse, um, started with a little horse blanket, a little three wheels on each side, and it kind of just took off from there. Um, it really was a labor of love. Her husband, who's also on the board, Jim Miller, um, has a love for trains. So he took the little grandson's book, that was our blueprint, and looked at it, <laughs> and, and, and meticulously went through and like down to the details, like the wheel weights on the the, the wheel, you know, the wheels and the the colors and the, the the colors of each train, and then it was just kind of took off from there. Um, the boxes we had to fit each horse. Um, the boxes actually came from U-Haul. They, we had to find the right size boxes and cut those, and it was all just a vision in their head. They're, there were no blueprints. Um, they just they just went at it and they just kept growing. Wow! I mean, <laughs> so the the stand up parts that are the like uh, cab of the 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 uh, engines and and the caboose and everything that's all just cardboard. 
it's all just cardboard, painted cardboard. There is a little wood. Um, if you see the pictures on our Facebook page, um, there's a little bit of wood slat that runs that are over the wheels to keep it straight and so it can flap out to uh, not impede yeah. with the horse's movement. Yeah. Okay. Because that. That, was, that, was, that was very important. Um, and then there's, there's straps that are um, kind of glued and velcroed in that run down at a diagonal to the front of it to hold it upright. And then there's a strap that goes around to keep, you know, it was cut up with a circular fitted to each horse to put on their back. So, oh, so know, it's like it, a sur single holding it on. Uh, uh, yeah, so sur- you can just yeah. slap these things up there and go. Yeah. If there's a little bit of thought. <laughs> right. right. And then there's some other, other, other helpers that, like, put on the, you know, made the stacks and then the whistle, pegboard. Um, there's a little bit of material in, 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 in all those costumes, a little bit of different types of material in all of them. Wow. And when when the when the idea was first presented, was everybody like, "Oh God, no way! This this could never be," or was it like immediately like, "Oh yeah, we have to do that"? Well, up here, up here, that's sometimes the first reaction, but we always we always have um, <laughs> high dreams and visions for things, so we're just like, "Yeah, we'll do it," and <laughs> and and go from there. So there's a you know, like you said, a lot of hard work, and then people kind of coming together at the end. A lot of evenings of the board members, um, Mary Olson and Jim Miller, up here um, painting and fitting and putting it together. And they really, you know, they have um, some grandchildren. And I wasn't familiar with time with the train myself, so I quickly become. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the, the books and everything. But, yeah, it was kind of just the, the gathering of the minds to do that. It was, it was really cool. And then to, to see all the great comments and, and positive, wonderful things people are saying about it and, and to see the smiles is the main reason we do everything. So. To see people like that and enjoy it is, is really the goal. Whatever you paid and the time you put in to make these costumes, you got it back a hundred. You couldn't have afforded to get the kind of publicity you got because of these pictures. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Glenn. And it, and that, yeah, it, it's, it's been fun too. And I just threw together a little video the other day too. I don't know if you had a. No, I haven't seen that yet. It. Yeah, you'll have to go. You'll have to go on the Facebook page. Um, it's just a little, you know, there wasn't a lot of video shot that day. We tried to get someone to come shoot it, but it was kind of a, um, we couldn't get someone to come. So I shot a quick clip and then tried to do my best to put it together. This show some movement in them too. So there's a little um, kind of trailer on there uh, that went on the other day. Now, where yeah, did yeah, you... yeah, we can see that. Where did you go then when you got the train together? Uh, where did you actually go? Well, every year, this is our sixth annual Halloween, Halloween celebration. So it's one of the kind of community events we do. We, you know, we'll, t- we'll maybe talk about a little bit of our programming later, but as a community event, um, we're close to the Good Samaritan Society here in Wyndham, fortunate. And so we take a little trail back to visit the, the senior citizens there. Um, it's only oh, a little less than a block away or about a block away. So we got a little, you know, a little train going off the arena and, and over there. And then that's where we go up in front of the Good Samaritan Society and, um, people come out with their walkers and their wheelchairs and, and on their own and then just get a kick out of the horses. And that's where some of the pictures are from with them, you know, touching them and some little kids there, too, to see them. And that actually comes a little later. Then we um, parade them down to the Soggy home, which is another residence that's on the property there. Same kind of thing. The people come out. And we had a lot of people come out, so it was really enjoyable. And um, from there, we walk them down to the another the Remick, Remick Ridge retirement home, which is also on site there. Same thing. It's great. And then we got them. We came back up here, and we get them ready for a couple hours of trick or treat with all the kids to come up and see them. So then we put them in the stalls, and the kids come up and 
and parents have their cameras out, and we have our cameras out, and they're getting treats, and then we tied in a food drive with it for our Cottonwood County Community um, Food Shelf here in town. So it's a positive thing. We got 160 pounds of food and some cash donations as well. Wow. And this is in Wyndham, uh, Minnesota, right? Wyndham, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Wyndham, okay. Minnesota. So I, now tell us about it. Seems tell us first about Rainbows Incorporated, and then I want to talk to you more about the fjords and why you chose fjords uh, for this particular program. Okay. Okay. Well, um, our mission, you know, is is basically we we use equine assisted activities to help individuals achieve healthy behaviors and reclaim the joy in their lives. So you know, horses. Um, you know, you can have that special bond with horses. They you they, you have to lead them and. They trust you. You trust them. Uh, we have, you know, we use the fjords. Um, we have five of them. We also have a painter that we use in the program. In programs in the the Halloween this year, we only use the fjord. They're very well temperamented, um, just by nature, um, and that's one reason we use them. They're all easy to they they ride. You know, they they go in um, the programs. They you know you can teach them a few little tricks to use during the seminars. Um, we also have a couple, you know, that pull wagon. So that's a, you know, the fjords. Fjords are a really good horse. I've, I've really come to come to like working with them. What do you see happening? And you, you've got a lot of things that are going on with the horses. I'm looking at some of these photographs with children leading them around and doing some basic horsemanship stuff. And the disposition, the the expression on the horses' faces is stunning, even to me. I, they are so relaxed and they look so engaged in the calmest way a horse could be engaged in something. How, how, tell us exactly about some of the details of the therapy. You know, that's, I, I'm glad you said that because that's kind of my feeling too. I enjoy photography, so I've been taking those pictures, and that's one of the first things I noticed as well, like not only the smiles on the people's faces, but, you know, how much the horses are enjoying it too. And, you know, like kids trick-or-treating with the costumes too. I mean, they put them on, and this is the picture they've done it, and, and they've really, really enjoyed it with the, you know, our programs and our therapy, it's it's kind of along the same. We have, you know, self-esteem and, and life skill courses. Um, we kind of base everything at, you know, quote-unquote, at-risk youth, um, you know, support groups, things like that. So there's, you know, you learn a little bit about the horses. Um, then you go and you get to kind of groom them. You get to, you know, you get to know them. You slowly build their trust. You know, you you groom them, and then a few of the you know a few of the programs you actually get to you know get up on the horse and ride with a helmet, of course, and all the the proper equipment. Um, and then it, it you know it just it comes full circle. It's you know you start and it's just like making a friend, I guess. You know it's like you you know people have their favorite horses here um, when they come up to the like the kids that I'm kind of basically talking about now. And then you know they make friends with the horses, and then you see them making friends with other kids in the program, which is you know, something that's spectacular. Like, you wouldn't think the, they start kind of coming out of their shell. So then you see maybe the other kids in the programs, you know, exchanging phone numbers and, and you know, they're friends with the kids and they're friends with the horses. It's, I'm glad that you said coming out of your shell because sometimes you don't realize um, how quickly shells go up, even for kids, um, how quickly mm-hmm. we build them. You know, the, the children have them, and then, of course, as adults, we, we build pretty darn good ones. One of the things I see, too, on your website is that we've got uh, your horses with some cute decorations, sometimes a hat, sometimes, you know, a Halloween costume. And normally, you know, I think it's a cute thing to do, but I don't think it's always a fair representation of, of a horse, of an equine. 
But I really Uh get this feeling and looking at this, you know, we're humanizing them a little bit. And I think that brings an extra element of joy to the people that you're working with. It makes it a little bit silly. It makes it a little less intimidating because even a a horse of a smaller stature like a fjord um, can be intimidating. And and I guess that would be a challenge in helping somebody to to relax and feel comfortable yeah, well, around them. So the colors, like I just noticed that, and you do a really good job of capturing this in the photographs. The colors are joyful. The people's faces, the horses look relaxed. The people look relaxed. So I think that little element of fun and silliness goes a long mm-hmm. way to breaking down those shells. Yeah. And thank you. I'm, I'm glad you touched on that as well, because, you know, I'm being fairly new here and then, you know, making a video like that, it's, it's kind of the age where in two people like to see the fun, fun stuff, you know, and, but then there is that really serious side of what we're all about up here and, you know, what we do. Um, you know, some of the programs, those programs I talked about were um, some of the ones, you know, we work with at-risk youth and then also the elderly. And then we have some of those big events to bring awareness to what we do um, to come around for those big fun community events like Halloween. Um, one new one we're working on right now, which we were fortunate enough to get a grant from um, the Remick Trust Fund here in town, is to expand next year into doing some physically challenged riding programs. Um, we're going to have, you know, like the, get the proper equipment, the saddle, uh, the types of lifts that you need to get up onto a horse. And, you know, just kind of start out and, and try to bring some joy back to, you know, people who, people's lives who haven't maybe been on a horse for a while who used to grow up with horses and be on them. Uh, we kind of saw the need for that. You know, we're in Wyndham, Minnesota, and there's there are some other equine facilities around, you know, up maybe more towards more, when you go towards north and, um, some in South Dakota, but down here it's it's you know it's a town of 4,600, 46, and you know it's just it's good to have here and then to have the ability for people to come and be able to do that. Well, there's that many people that live in my neighborhood. I mean, it's like, <laughs> 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 um, you know, the fjord is perfect for what you're doing, and and I think the fjord gets overlooked a lot. We had uh, friends that when we belonged to the Red Rose Driving Club that drove a few a uh, couple of fjords in a pair. And they are the quietest that, you know, they're little draft horses. And so they average about 14 hands and it looks like yours average about 14 hands. Um, But they, you know, they average 14 hands and they weigh as much as Helena's horse does, you know, Um, they're they're little draft horses. But their dispositions are always so gentle and they're tough. They're really, really tough horses. They were used, you know, they were used in Norway as workhorses. So they had to be tough. And And the Vikings rode them. What's that? And, and I think the Vikings rolled them. Yes, and used they, them were, they were used in Norway for that. They, I mean, they, they were the they were the workhorse of Norway, and <clears throat> and they had to be tough because they had full grown men riding them at fourteen hands. So, mm-hmm. you know, they were used uh, because. And the other thing is, they they had it's perfect in Minnesota because they adapt so well to the cold climates. Um, That's right. We just got our first snowfall a couple days ago too, and I think they really enjoyed that. You know, like they're getting their their heavier fur on right now, and and uh, hair and. And uh, they're out in the snow, you know, yelping around and having fun. I don't know why the fjord is overlooked when, when, you know, we're getting ponies for our kids because it is a perfect pony whether you're riding or driving or whatever, you know. Yeah, they, yeah they've, my, not been, my... they've not been I, super popular here in the U.S., I think. But, well, you know, because a lot of the, I don't know, maybe they're showing pony. they're doing those fancy show ponies. These are working yeah, ponies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my short experience here, you know, I've just become really familiar with them and like I said, we do have that um, one paint, which is an all-black um, horse named Kate, 
And a lot of kids that come up here for, you know, we also do some field trips up here and things. When they send a thank you, they usually say, you know, a lot of them say Kate is their favorite. Maybe just because they're accustomed to thinking that is more, yeah, it's yep. different. And they've seen horses like that. And not too many people maybe, in my opinion, are familiar with this fjord. So, you know, hopefully more and more people start becoming familiar with them because they are just a fantastic horse. Hey, what other breed has a black stripe down their mane? Right, like a zebra. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's one question, you know, that's one question we ask, we ask the kids, you know, well, do you think we have to um, shave the manes like this, or do you think they just grow like that? And that's one of the first questions they always ask us, too, is if that's a natural hair color stripe down the middle there, you know? Like, yeah, that, that sure is. Sure is. Well, and, you know, keeping, I wish that, uh, I'll tell you what, I wanted to, to do that to some, some other horse's manes I had. And, and we did, actually, my one driving horse, we roached it like that. And it's just so much easier to take care of when you're doing driving horses, uh, mm-hmm. the harness and everything. Well, this is really, really cool. Uh, Helena, did you have anything else you wanted to? No, I'm just going to click around those pictures on your <laughs> website. And oh, like thanks so much. I, I'm glad you guys, stuff. yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm having the opportunity to come and talk to you about it, and it, it has been. It is a lot of fun. So It's rainbowsinc.org. Rainbowsinc.org is the and website. it's R-E-I-N, rainbows, R-E-I-N. Right. Yep. R-E-I-N. We'll be working on getting, we'll be working on getting um, pictures and stuff up on the website. Right now they're primarily on Facebook. You can check that page out, too. But we'll be uh, getting them up on the website as soon as possible as well. Well, congratulations, and tell the board that uh, we think that uh, this wins the best costume of the year, certainly, award for horses, for sure. Well, well, thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Lena. Thanks for having me on today. Our pleasure. No problem. Well, now it is time for Tech and Heaven. This Tack and Have It segment is brought to you by Sparkle and Boom. Sparkle and Boom is a new media marketing company. Our mission is to help small businesses add some sparkle to their marketing in order to get some boom in their bottom line. Our creativity, combined with an extensive background in the equestrian industry, makes us perfectly suited to help your business capture the potential of social media and the ever-changing World Wide Web. Visit us online at www.sparkleandboom.com. Helena, this week we don't have a product you actually go out to the store and buy. We have something a little different for you, and it's something that I think every horse owner should have, and a lot of horse owners are getting it. It's it's a whopping $4.99. So for the price of the Starbucks coffee, probably less. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. (laughs) $4.99. Can't do it. I don't even want to know about it. It's just out of my budget. (laughs) $4.99. I know. Not an option. Not an option. Well, this is only available right now. It's an app, and it's only available in the iOS app store. It'll be on Android very shortly. So if you if you have an iPod or an iPad or, uh, or an iPhone, you can get this in, in the app store. Just go in and search for Horse, horse Side, S-I-D-E, Vet Guide. Horse Side Vet Guide. 
And a doctor out of Texas, I believe, who put this together, spent a year getting all of this information together to put this together. But what it is is a app that is one of the most comprehensive veterinary apps I've seen. It has videos. It has diagnoses. You can actually open up the app and put in some symptoms, and it will pull up what the options are for what it could be. Oh, so I like you that. You can Symptom do the checker. symptoms first. You can you can go through and do it the other way. You can look at uh, specific diseases and see what the symptoms and the the uh, remedies are. Uh, they have videos. I mean, there's just there's so much and so many different features in this app. For, I, I, it should be about ten times the cost that it is. Um, they have illustrations. The illustrations are great because they have illustrations of the legs, the body parts, you know, the skeletal system, the hoof, the eye. So it really goes through all of those different things uh, that you'll find, you know, pictures of the things and, and illustrations of the, the parts of the body. So if you have a cut or something, you can actually p- bring one of these illustrations up and see what could be affected by that. Um, it is really, really cool. Uh, this is probably the best horse app I've seen, except for ours at Horse Radio Network. Um, <laughs> but it's probably the best one I've seen. It's certainly the best health one I, that I've seen. Um, it just is neat. It's just, I can't say enough about it. And you, you really have to check it out and play with it to get to know the features of it. And then you'll find yourself using it. They have a search function in there to search for different things. So if you have a cut, you can search for cut. It'll tell you what to do Im- uh, immediately. It has emergency sections. So things that are, are an emergency like colic and cuts and getting cast and stall, things like that. You can just go immediately to the emergency section and it'll tell you exactly what to do is really cool and put together by a vet. So credibility, instant built in credibility. I just like, I like this. I think it's worth $4 and 99 cents. Just go get it. It'll be right there on your phone. Then everybody brings their phone to the barn. So when you need it, you're going to have it then. Um, Yeah. I just got to find a way to stick my phone to my forehead. So it'll stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm losing your phone is a different, did you ever get your phone replaced from the last time you broke it? I did. Well, I my sister sent me her old iPhone. I hate it. We oh, need you to had have one of the new ones? No, I had a um I had a droid. Uh, Incredible. And um that was my first foray into smartphones. And um and you then that's well then I no, then I lost that one in the ocean and then I got a replacement <laughs> and I dropped that in the street and smashed the glass on that one. So I was SOL. So my sister sent me her old iPhone four, which is not bad, but I'll tell you the apps. I don't know. We we need to have a whole show just on iPhones. But um, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the uh, horse side vet guide. I'm going to oh, yeah, get you yeah, an yeah. otter box for your phone, by the way. I uh, need like, yeah. <laughs> you need an otter box. You'll never my break it. My phone needs then. a tank. Otter <laughs> box. My phone needs a tank. So, so, I, so I guess the question I was going to ask was this app is available for both droids and iPhones? That's a, and, uh, not droids yet, just iPhones. Just uh, iPhones. Droid will be out shortly. They're working on that now. Okay, uh, so, so it's just iPhones or iPads. They have an iPad uh, version of it. Uh, and, they, and they're saying that it should be a few months uh, for the droid until it comes out. Okay, so so $4.99, uh, I think that's I'm totally seeing, worth I was it. trying to see which... You know, whether uh, you needed a newer iPhone. I was just looking which version iPhone 
but I don't see it. So uh, you'll see that when you go to download. It won't let you download it if it won't work. Right. Okay, good. So it, it, you know, so it does a little thinking for you. See, this is already yeah, kind of adding. Yeah, actually, the App Store at iOS is pretty good that way. It'll verify your phone and tell you whether the app's going to work or not because the apps are set up that way. Ours will do that, too, because our, our app actually doesn't work on, on the much, much older. I'd be interested to see. Download our app and see if it works on, on that version you, you have. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my recommendation, horse side vet guide it's uh, horsesidevetguide.com or just search for horseside vet guide in the app store something simple rhymes. something little yes Horse something simple and guide. something little nice guy super nice guy too i talked to him that uh that the vet that started this and uh you know he's a quality guy i liked him a lot so. cool check it out good check it out 4.99 worth it yep worth every penny because you know what the vet bill is going to be a lot higher than that anyway <clears throat> so <laughs> That's it for this week. Don't forget to download our app. Just go to the App Store and search for Horse Radio Network. It's free. So you don't have to buy that one. That one's free. It's free. And I it have is it on, on my Android, phone. too. I have it, it on my on... phone. Oh, good, good. So it works good. Okay, good. Yep, it works great. You I know, we, we haven't had any complaints on it. I'm shocked. Um, but we, 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 I know. We haven't had any complaints. All the new shows are on there, by the way. So your new show, Bla- uh, Chasing a Fox, is on there. Oh, we have a great show coming up with Chasing a Fox. Oh, do you? Just saying. Yeah, Tell me about Nina it. Fox. Nina Fox, she's an antique dealer who deals with like these amazing one of a kind pieces. And she's really cool. She's good to listen to. And she's got some, yeah, just saying. And that'll be out uh, the 15th? Okay. <laughs> or the 10th? I don't remember. I was Glenn, I don't that. even know what month we're in. <laughs> it'll be out yes. soon. It look will for be it out. on go your to, app. Go, yeah, look for it on your app. Exactly. Get the app. <laughs> And, of course, you can listen to all the shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com and all of our past episodes over at stablescoop.com. We have a lot of them. And I was looking at the numbers. We had. Uh, uh, don't, we don't normally talk about this on any other show but ours. And I just sent that over to you this morning. The third quarter numbers are in for downloads and number of listeners and everything. And almost every show on the network has grown uh, this quarter. And most of them set records for the number of listeners and downloads. Yeah, uh, we've, we've seen really excited we were up uh 30 percent over last uh third quarter last year that's nuts 30 percent that's huge i know when you consider we've been doing this for five years and having growth like that over that period of time but more and more people are figuring it out what podcasts are and how to find them and i think that's That's the biggest thing i think that's just the biggest thing (laughs) we have the traction of well you know we we've got traction we've been around for a little while now we we i'm not going to go as far as saying we know what we're doing (laughs) No, or that we're even good, but uh, <laughs> we have trash. <laughs> but you know, too, when you look up any any guest that we've had on any of the shows in the horse radio, especially Stable Scoop because it's been around for the longest. But when you take a look and you Google any guest name, professional rider, or anybody that we've had on the show, we we are we at the top up. of the list, you know, yeah. on the Google searches because we've been around for so long. So uh, that helps us too, is that we're getting to the tops of the searches on Google now. Um, but uh, thanks to Helena all those years ago Aww, for believing yeah. in this little project. And for not really caring when you said we had 12 listeners. <laughs> you, that did bother you a little bit at, uh, at the no, It did not bother me at all because I was so scared. And we yeah, so that's true. It and <laughs> and you know, scared. I think it changed a little bit. No, nah, I was going to say it changed. I was going to say it changed a little bit because we were doing the show for ourselves back then and really didn't care what other people thought. We were just doing it. 
and uh, we still pretty much do it that way. So <laughs> it's changed a lot, actually. Yes, it has. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. You have a terrific week. Be safe. Remember to wear your helmets when you're riding. And we will be back next week with more. Until then, happy scooping.